like i tell y'all we're going guess for guess for guess trading your time for money will never really make you rich yeah you have to like have a business that works for you without you having to work for it my name's william rivera i'm a serial entrepreneur mainly you know i do stuff online so i teach people how to like open up wholesale accounts with big name brands and then sell them on amazon um, i've done that for a long time the name of the game with amazon is the more products you have on that platform the more money you're gonna make so if you have like 50, 50 products listed, if you triple that, you're gonna make more money. Typically, there's this thing called a cost segregation, where basically um, it's the only asset that you can buy where they take all of your expenses that you're gonna like incur in the next 39 years, and they let you write that off immediately. If one season you're, you're, you're clubbing and you're partying, and one season you're grinding, that's 50-50, that's balanced to me. First of all, what was your biggest year you made, period? Uh, my biggest year was last year we did like uh, like 12 million. 12 million? You in the NFL, NBA? That's what I'm saying, <laughs> what, like, what you doing? I think you in the NBA or something. Gotta nah. be. <laughs> but that's an NBA contract. But you know, fast forward to, to now, I've made over $20 million from like online products. But how many people have you that. made money? Bro, thousands. Like, so like a lot of people that are making like six, seven figures now that I've taught, I actually hired them within my education company and their coaches now. Welcome back to a whole nother episode of On The Porch. Guys, you already know what we've been doing. We'll be going crazy. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you are not, if you are on YouTube, go up to other platforms, leave us five stars. We mean like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever they leave us five stars. Say something nice about us so we continue moving up the charts and giving out this game to other people. And if you're on those platforms, go over YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, like I said before. Now, follow me on Instagram at underscore Mr.Mindset, but more importantly, follow the podcast page at underscore on the porch bj amen amen amen, amen. hey we back here with another episode of on the porch man y'all could go follow me at underscore bj real on all platforms y'all go like comment and subscribe on youtube y'all support us we're on all platforms man y'all can find us on instagram at underscore on the porch we're not hard to find but like I said, guys, we're going bigger, bigger, and bigger, and better every episode. Like I tell y'all, we're going guess for guess for guess. Guess for guess. And then make sure you guys, listen, I want you guys to please, if you guys want to support us, leave us a super chat. I know a lot of people have been asking, how can we support the podcast? We love the podcast. How can we support it? Just leave us a super, uh, super chat, no matter how big or small. We appreciate it. And that's it. But BJ. What you were saying before, we're going bigger and bigger, right? Bigger and better. So guess what, man? We got one of the biggest in the game. We got one of the biggest in the game. We had to get him here, but it was only right. There's no bigger. So we got my boy, Will Riviera. Yes, sir. Will, Will change lives. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Will change lives, right? And he's literally changing lives every day. It's a play on words, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Will change lives. It's scary. But I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Let him know what you do, and we're going to go from there. Hey, what's up, everybody? First of all, it's an honor to be on here. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate you for coming. You. My name's William Rivera. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Mainly, you know, I do stuff online. So I teach people how to, like, open up wholesale accounts with big name brands and then sell them on Amazon. Um, I've done that for a long time, taken that money, gotten into real estate, opened a gym, too, which y'all are supporters of the gym. I appreciate y'all for that, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, I just dabble into online things and, you know, buy real estate, run the gym. That's that's pretty much what I do right now. For yeah. sure, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. And getting started in business, we know you got in in an interesting way. Yeah. Some might say you had some challenges or some legal problems early. So can right. you just get into that and like, yeah. what was your mindset and like, what was your thought process behind doing what you were doing in business at an early age? Yeah. So like, really, like all my childhood was, um, I played basketball a lot. So I did uh played for the school, played AAU. Like my whole life was basketball. And then I remember my senior year, um, we changed coaches and everything, and then um, we had hella transfers come in everybody six foot five <laughs> keep, keep keep in mind keep in mind i'm i'm only like five eight bro so i i gotta play point guard right. they just transferred a six five point guard so I, i'm you know i've always been a forward thinker i'm like yeah it's cut for me now so. i'm not useful no more yeah so it's like now nah, i gotta figure out something else to do because i always thought i was gonna go to college for basketball yeah. that, was, that was literally my life right so once that got cut off i was like all right uh i guess making money is next right yeah. so i got a job i started working multiple jobs i started you know just flipping iphones like i got into every side of hustle you could think of yeah. i even tried wholesaling like mm -hmm. i tried everything because i was just in that loophole of googling like how to make money right and everything that would pop up i would try it and then eventually i was on youtube and i saw a youtube ad by ty lopez y'all y'all might know him right of course and he was kind of talking about how like you can make money online he wasn't really talking about e-commerce but he was just kind of talking about like trading your time for money will never really make you rich yeah you have to like have a business that works for you without you having to work for it mm -hmm. and just that concept kind of shifted my my like my thoughts and i started researching how to make money online like how to leverage other people's time and not my, my, my own. And uh, I started watching all these dropshipping videos on YouTube, all these e-commerce videos on YouTube. And eventually, you know, I started trying to to get into dropshipping. And, uh, you know, I started getting success. I, I started working an Amazon warehouse job. And on the side, I was running my dropshipping business. And eventually, you know, a, a product took off. Yeah. And uh, I actually skipped over a part. The reason why I had that Amazon warehouse job was because my senior year of high school, I got into reselling clothes because yeah. I was working at Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm. And uh, people were coming into like first period. I had like six periods. People were coming in and they would cash at me and I would give them a discount at Dick's. Mm. And through doing so many transactions, I eventually got a felony charge. I got arrested on a felony charge because once you get over $5,000 in merchandise, yeah. which they counted every discount as like stolen merchandise, Dang. it's a felony charge. So I got put on five-year probation. Um, I just got off it in January of this year. Dang. So, so yeah. Still running it up at the same <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, I tell everyone, I was like, bro, I got rich on probation. That's not an excuse, <laughs> you know? No cap, no cap. So that happened uh i got that i had that felony on my record so i had to get the warehouse job i was working from 6 p.m to 4 a.m mm -hmm. but while i was working you know i was literally seeing the products that i was shipping out because i used to load the semi trucks so i was seeing all the products that people were selling and making a lot of money with and uh that led me to like do more research on e-commerce and um eventually i started selling a hot product at the time y'all y'all might know it it's called a distance bracelet so it's like a white beaded oh, bracelet yeah. with one black bead and then a black beaded yeah. bracelet with mm. like one white bead on it. Um, I, I just saw, I kept seeing it on Instagram. Like I kept seeing an ad and my whole thought process was like, dang, if I keep seeing this ad every single day, you know, obviously they wouldn't spend money on advertising unless it's making them a lot yeah. of money. So what I decided to do is I sold the exact same thing at a cheaper price. Mm. I made my video a little bit better. And then next day I woke up $100 in sales while I was at my job. Then the next day, 200. And then I, I ramped up the, the ad spend, 500, 1,000. 
uh, $2,000 a day. And I just remember that product just selling every single day for like the next seven months. And I made my first like 50,000 and I quit my job. I actually quit my job the first day I got a sale. Cause you were not playing with yeah, the, the first day playing. I got a sale for like $10, I quit my job because all I needed was the proof of concept. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I knew I was like, if I can make one sale, I can make 10. And if I can make 10, I can make 100. So that, that's, how, that's how I got started, bro. Just small. I got you. I got you. So what, what, year, what year was this when you got started? Like, when was this? Yeah, this was like 2018. 2018, 2018. So you've been doing it for, it's 2023, four, four years? Yeah, like four or five years. Four or five years. Okay, I got you. I got you. So so what does it like necessarily take to like just start just an e-commerce business? Like what do you have to have? Like do you have to have equipment or like right. what's the back office stuff look like just to start up? So I started out drop shipping, which is basically selling products without actually having to hold inventory of the products. Mm. Um, and anyone can do this. So basically the way I was selling the bracelets is I found the bracelet on AliExpress, which is like a, a website where you can buy products from overseas. Yeah. And the bracelets were on there for like a dollar mm. plus ship shipping was like $4 to the U S so $5 total. Yeah. Um, so I saw them on there for $5 total. And then I, I built a Shopify store, which if you don't know what Shopify is, it's just a platform that easily allows you to build websites, right? They have like themes. So you can literally build a website in like 30 minutes using, that platform. Um, so I literally just imported that bracelet product onto my store, but I listed it for like $20. Mm. And then um, because I already saw someone running ads for that product and doing well, I already knew like what video ad was working. I clicked on their website. I already knew what their product description looked like. Like I already had like everything that I needed. Like I literally just copy paste boom on my store mm. product description copy paste <laughs> everything video ad send it to editor make it look a little bit different that was my ad the product description i would change it a little bit just make it a little bit better and then i just started running ads to my store That's crazy. and then just from there you know i started taking off and every order that i get it gets forward, forwarded to the uh, supplier overseas mm. and they ship it directly to my customer. Oh, so you, you never hold product? Yeah, so I sold over 10,000 of those bracelets and I've never seen it before in my life, bro. Wow, so, so, you, so why do you feel like this may be a good business for someone to even get started in? It's good because you don't, one, you don't have to hold any inventory. So a lot of, a lot of businesses that you start, like let's say you wanna start a clothing line, you have to buy blanks, you gotta buy the designs, you gotta have, you gotta hold inventory and then hope that you can sell it. Whereas this business, I have no inventory, so essentially I have no risk. If I don't sell the bracelets, it's okay because I never ordered them in the first place. Yeah. I'm literally using the customer's money to then place the order and then that order gets shipped to my customer. So that's how I started. Um, then I got into like the Amazon stuff, which is a completely that's different business. That's why I was gonna ask, I was like, so that was Shopify. That was Shopify. I, I did, I so, knew. so that's how I got started. I got started in Shopify dropshipping then I got into Amazon. So Amazon, you do need a little bit of money because with Amazon, you need inventory. Right. Now, the, I actually like Amazon better than Shopify dropshipping, and here's why. Um, the thing with Shopify dropshipping, even though you don't need inventory, you still have to be good at marketing, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason I was able to sell my bracelet was because I was running ads, and I knew how to run ads, and I had a good video. But if you're not good at creating content, if you're not good at you know running Facebook ads, then you're not gonna make any money because no one's gonna know about your store. Whereas Amazon, it's different because Amazon, over 80% of the US population is already on there. Yeah. So you don't have to run ads because everyone already knows about Amazon. Mm. You don't have to worry about getting customers because everyone's already on there. 
especially if you're selling products from brands that are already big, right? It's different if you try to sell your product on Amazon because at the end of the day, if you if you create like a, a lotion, for example, and you put it on Amazon, you're not gonna be on page number one because all the big companies are gonna be on page number one. You're gonna be on like page 500. But if you partner with a big company, like let's say uh, instead of creating your own energy drink, you partner with Red Bull and you open up a wholesale account with them and you buy their products at a wholesale cost, mm. Red Bull is already gonna be on page one of Amazon. So the millions of people that are going on Amazon already ordering that product every day, you're gonna benefit from that. So Amazon eliminates you having to be good at marketing. You only need money. Mm. You only need money to buy these products and then you list them on Amazon and you just sit back. So I know you say you need money. How much money does it look like? Like how much does somebody need to get started? So I recommend people to have at least like $2,000 mm. because the, the reason why you need at least 2,000 is because these companies, like let's say I open up a wholesale account with Red Bull, they have what's called an MOQ. Mm. So MOQ stands for minimum order quantity. So Red Bull might be like, all right, look, to do business with us, you have to order minimum 200, uh, 200 uh, 24 packs. Mm, okay. And each 24 pack might be, let's say $10. That's already $2,000 right there, right? True. And it's just different for every company. Some co uh, One company, their MOQ might be only 50 units. Mm, okay. So one might be 100 units, one might be more. So it just, you know, it depends on what brand you're working with, yeah. but I recommend you have at least like $2,000. Yeah, and what, what do you look at in particular to where you look at like a product or item and know that's like a good item to possibly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use. So um, there's actually a tool called Amazon Scout. So if you go on Google and you type in Amazon Scout sales estimator, um, there's a tool that you can use that will literally tell you how many people are ordering this product every single day yep. and how many sales it's getting every single month. So every product on Amazon has what's called a sales rank. So if you if you let's say we click on Red Bull on Amazon and we scroll down below the product description, it's going to say a number and then it's going to say a category. So it might say like 200 250 in in like a food. So then when you go to Amazon Scout's website and you go to their sales estimator, it's going to ask you for that number and it's going to ask you for the category that product is in. And then you just hit calculate and it literally tells you exactly how many orders that product is getting a month. Oh, wow. So there's so once you have that number, what you do is you go back on Amazon mm -hmm. and under the buy now button on Amazon, it'll tell you how many sellers are on that listing. So it'll be like new and then it'll be like it'll have a number like six, seven. That tells you that there are seven sellers on that listing. And the way Amazon works is it divides the sales evenly amongst all the sellers. Mm. So if if you go on Amazon Scout and it tells you, look, this Red Bull is getting a thousand orders a month. All you got to do is divide that 1000 by the five sellers and you know, you know that like how many orders that product is getting yeah. a month. I got you. So, I mean, I know you said you probably need 2000, but hey, look, I'm broke, right? Right, right, right. So is there a cheaper way for me to even there is get a started? Like, there is a cheaper way. So let me tell you this. My brother, my little brother, he's 15 years old. He doesn't have a driver's license. He's still in high school. He makes 5K a month from Amazon right now, right? So if he, can, if, about it. <laughs> if he can make money on Amazon, anyone can make money. Uh, there's an alternative way. So what you can do if you don't have more than $2,000, you can actually download the Amazon Seller app on your phone. And the Amazon Seller app has a barcode scanner that allows you to scan the barcodes on like, you know, products, uh, boxes of products, et cetera. And you can go to like stores like Costco, Sam's Club, Ollie's, Marshall's, et cetera, and start scanning products using this app. 
the app will literally tell you if that product is profitable or not to sell on Amazon after all fees. And the good thing about stores like Costco and Sam's Club is they don't have MOQs. Like mm. Costco isn't going to tell you, yo, you have to order 50 of these Red Bulls. Okay. You could buy one and walk out. You could buy two and walk out. You can buy as many as you can afford. But if the app is telling you that that product is profitable to sell, let's say it's, it's telling you that, look, you can make $5 profit per unit selling this product. If you buy 100 units, you just made $500 right there. Okay. You know, so okay. It's, you can work with whatever budget you have if you, do it that, if you go that route. Now, is there like certain bread and butter products that you like typically sell or is it like just constantly seeing what's selling like this month, the next month, or is it like I could stick with this one product and be successful at it? Yeah. So the good thing about Amazon is everything is pretty much consistent. So mm -hmm. it's like if you open up a wholesale account with Red Bull and sell their products on Amazon, it's going to be consistent income every month. Because like their sales don't really go up and down because it's Red Bull. It's a huge company. The people that are buying that product on Amazon every week are going to buy it, you know, the next week and the next week and the okay, next week. Okay. So uh, we're selling big brand branded products. So you're going to see consistent sales. It's different than Shopify because Shopify, you're kind of riding trends. Yeah, yeah. So like you're finding a product that's trending. You might make a lot of money for like two months, three months, and then the trend dies. Now you got to find another product. Mm. Uh, if you're selling bounty paper towels, that trend's never going to die. Never. People need paper towels, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're going to buy it from the big brands. Like Definitely. So it's, it's a different game. Yeah. And with Amazon. So like walk somebody like that's going through the business, like walk them from like A to Z, like all the components they would need, like to get like the whole just business structure and model of the business. Like what would they need? Yeah, so if, if you have more than $2,000 and you want to go the more passive route where Amazon is doing most of the work, you're going to need two things. You're going to need an LLC and you're going to need a reseller's permit. LLC is very easy to get. You go on the Secretary of State website of uh, whatever state you live in and you buy the LLC. It's like $100 in Georgia where I live. The yeah. price varies depending on what state you live in. And then you need a reseller's permit. Reseller's permit, very easy to get. You go on the Department of Revenue website for wherever state you live in. In Georgia, it's actually free. So in Georgia, with $100, you have everything you need. Those two documents are the documents that they're going to request. Any big brand or big supplier is going to request those two documents from you for you to open up a wholesale account. So once you have those two things, like you can get started. Um, you can go and open up a wholesale account with a brand. Um, you order whatever the MOQ is. You list it on Amazon, and you're, you're good to go. Other than those two documents, you'll need an Amazon seller account, which is about like forty dollars a month. Okay, yeah. so with that, with with that, I'm trying to figure out. So, how do you find those big brands? Do they just have websites you could just go to to get the wholesale accounts, or yeah? So literally, up? just by going to like the brand's website, if you scroll all the way down, usually on their contact us or literally on the bottom of, the, of their page, it'll have a tab where you can go and fill out an, a wholesale application. So if you go on like Fiji's website, like FijiWater.com and you go all the way down, there's a, a hyperlink that literally says sell Fiji water. Mm. And if you click on it, you just fill out an application and within 24 to 72 hours, they'll approve you to sell it or not. Oh, OK. And you can okay, start okay. buying their products wholesale and then resell them on Amazon. Man, well, it seemed like you're, you're a very up fella. Right. My boy, my boy up, man. So I'm trying to figure out what. So what does the profit look like with that? Like how much money do you could you look? to be making at the beginning stages. Okay, so the, if you're if you have a wholesale account with a big brand, um, the margins are going to be probably within like 10 to 30%. Mm. And that's but that's going to be consistent income. Mm, okay. So yeah. like, 
you know, Fiji water, like if you go to that listing and you look at the numbers, Fiji water on Amazon is probably doing like 500,000 revenue a month. Mm. Yeah. So if you're a seller on that listing and there's only a couple sellers, like you can make like great income. Um, if you're doing it the other way where you have less than 2000 and you're going to stores, your margins may be a little bit higher. They may, they might be like 40, 50, 60%, but the only, your only downfall is volume. Because oh, for example, okay. if, if I have a wholesale account with Fiji and I'm doing what's called FBA, which is stands for fulfillment by Amazon. That means like if I order a thousand units from Fiji, Fiji isn't shipping me those units to my house. Right. They're shipping those units to Amazon's warehouse. And every time I get an order on Amazon, Amazon is shipping it to my customer. Okay. That's how fit over 50% of the products on Amazon work. Like you're not actually ordering from the brands you think you're ordering from. You're ordering from someone like me who has a wholesale account with that brand. Dang. And I listed yeah. it on Amazon. And then when you bought it, I got paid. But Amazon's holding my inventory I'm in their warehouse. I'm thinking over here getting my stuff from straight from Fiji. Yeah, and then the only reason, <laughs> the only <laughs> reason you're getting it, <laughs> you can get two dollars extra from Will. <laughs> the only reason you're getting it next day though, with that Prime shipping, is because my inventory is already in the warehouse. Mm. So that's how it works. Um, but when you have a wholesale account with a big brand, they're not going to give you that much profit. They're going to give you probably like ten to thirty percent margins because they have the power. They're the big brand, right? Wow. But um. If you're doing FBM, which stands for Fulfillment by Merchant, that means you're actually going to Costco, Sam's Club, getting the products yourself, shipping it yourself. You might have higher margins because Costco and these other stores might have bigger discounts than the brand will give you yep. directly. Um, the only con with that, like I said, is um, if I get a thousand orders today, I'm chilling because right. my products are in Amazon's warehouse. They have thousands of employees. They're going to get my orders out. But if you get a thousand orders today and you're shipping the things out yourself, you're probably not gonna be able to get all that stuff out yourself. Yeah. It's just too much work. Yeah. So that's your downfall with like trying to do it yourself when you have less money. Well, I guess that's a good way just to get started. It's just like say wholesaling real estate. It's like just start wholesaling and then just get enough money. Yeah. To start buying the property, right? Exactly. And it's just it's just like the same thing. Just saying, hey, start. You could do the FBM. Yeah, you could start out with FBM and then, and then go to FBA, FBA right? Yeah. Once you put okay. many up. Exactly. And what would you say to the people that are like, they're killing it in Amazon wholesale and drop shipping, but now they're like at a consistent pace, they're making profit, but now they want to scale the business. So like, what would you say to them? Like, what, what would be the next steps for them to actually like scale the business? So if you if you're trying to go crazy on Amazon, I would say the way you, the way you scale is you start hiring. Like you got to hire um, virtual assistants. There's a lot of VAs that specialize in opening wholesale accounts and sourcing mm. products. So if you you know if you want to start leveraging other people's time, you could hire like five, ten employees that are searching for wholesale accounts and searching for products full time while you're while you're doing other things because. The name of the game with Amazon is the more products you have on that platform, the more money you're going to make. So if you have like 50, 50 products listed, if you triple that, you're going to make more money. Yeah. Um, but you just need someone out there that's actively opening up more wholesale accounts for you and finding more products for you. Dang. So what, what was your right? So obviously you say you can make 10 percent. What was your numbers wise? What was the biggest month or biggest? How about year? Let's just go year. Yeah. What was the biggest year that you ever had? So my, my biggest year on Amazon, like just Amazon, was probably like over $2 million. And my biggest month was like $350,000 on Amazon. That was with one product. Godly. So what does that look like day to day for you? 
like making having a three hundred thousand dollar month two two million dollar year what does that look like on like just from you like what does the work in labor look like for you yes. day to day so the the beautiful thing about this whole business is literally <laughs> the work is i called the wholesale company and i was like yo i want to order this many units they ran my card and then that's about it Damn. So, so, it seems like, it seems, so, so I got a question. So this is a deeper thing. Like, so do you even believe? Do you believe in like hard work at all? Like, do not honestly. Do you? I like, just honest question. Like, do you believe in hard work at all? Because I mean, it's easier ways yeah. to make money whether than working hard. I believe I believe in hard work, but I think working smarter is is uh, way more important. Right. Because you could be working hard and be in the wrong vehicle and you're never going to go as far as like someone else that's working smart in a different vehicle. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think you should work smart first. And then when you find that smart thing to work on, work hard on that yeah. rather than work hard on something that you shouldn't even be working on in the first place because it's not going to take you that far, you know. For sure. So if you're talking to somebody right now that's like 18 years old and they pretty much had a back. How, how did you even change your mindset to the point where? You, cause you say you played basketball. You was in, high, you was in school and everything. Yeah. Did, did you go to college? Like, at, did you go to college? I went for like half a semester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I got on academic probation, so I was on double probation, Damn. real probation and <laughs> academic probation. Why you was on probation? Cause uh, yeah, why? yeah. So uh, when you start failing all your classes, <laughs> they put you. But what thing the hell was you doing? I just wasn't focused on school. Okay. It, I just didn't. I wasn't doing my work because I was focused on making this econ bag. Mm. Uh, so like I actually got put on academic probation uh, Dropped out But I was still going to college Like I was still going to the campus every day To leverage the resources Because mm. I didn't have internet like where I was living Oh, So I would still go to college every day Being a dropout But I would go into like one of the conference rooms And just work on the econ business Right And everybody probably still thought you was a student Yeah Exactly I know they did I know they did Because sometimes you just gotta What you're saying You just gotta utilize the things that you have Yeah So a lot of people make excuses about Like I didn't have much growing up Or I don't have much now Like what, what do you say to those people That just like Man I, I don't know how I'm gonna start this I don't have internet Or I don't have this Like what, what is that Like obviously it's excuses I mean shit You can either pick excuses or results Like you can't have both so, Right It's true yeah. Regardless you gotta make with what you have You know so Um that's that's what I did, um, and you just you just got to keep going. Like I didn't have internet, but I went to some place that had the, the internet that had the Wi-Fi, right. yeah. and I made it work. You know, at the end of the day, there's like what I tell people is like, the world is so big, and I guarantee you that at the end of the day, there's been someone out there that was in your position or in a worse position, and he made it out, mm. and that should be enough motivation for, for you, you to just for, go crazy to just do it. Yeah. yeah, guys, listen, I'm so happy that you are tuning into the podcast. As you all know, I'm Mr. Mindset, and you know that I do wholesale and real estate. I've been doing it at a high level for a while now. So what I'm doing is I'm giving out strategies on how you can do the same. Guys, I have an ebook out. I have an ebook called Four Steps to Make Six Figures in Six Months with Little to No Money in Wholesale and Real Estate. Guys, get the book. The link will be in the description. Go get that. And guess what? It also comes with another book, The Perfect Mindset, Seven Thought Patterns That Can Take You From Stress to Success. Guys, both of these books will change your lives. I promise. Because if you have the right mindset and you're able to apply that mindset to something, and this something will be wholesale and real estate, you will change you and your family lives. Go get it. It's only $20. Let's do it. 
So you're making these profits off of e-commerce, Amazon wholesale, drop shipping. So initially when you start getting that type of profit in that type of income in, what what did you like use your money for? Like what did you like spend your money on? Like did you right. use it on like use it on lavish lifestyle or like what did you do? Yeah, so I mean I've never before e-commerce I never had money. So of course, you know, the first like probably a hundred thousand I made, I blew that shit. So I know I, I bought a Benz, I moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I was going to parties, like I didn't go to college, but I kinda did have a similar college experience because I was throwing parties at my apartment. Benz, party, <laughs> yeah. moved. Yeah. yeah, bro. I was fucking up the buckhead bars, bro. Yeah. Like I was going crazy. But then I realized I was like, Oh yeah, this is not it. Like the reason why I got into business was because I didn't want to do the dumb shit everyone else That's is doing. One, right. And look at me, I have money, but I'm doing the dumb shit everyone else yeah. is doing. So this isn't going to take me far. So I got out of that phase real quick. And then um, I started just reinvesting all my money back into the business. Um, I started getting into the education side because a lot of people, for some reason, like I documented my whole journey, like all the yeah. way from working yeah. at Amazon, all the way to making my first sale. All the way all the way to like doing my first 10k month 100k month etc i was documenting it all on instagram all on youtube guys <laughs> yeah. i seen it i went all the way to first for real YouTube you went, video. went to the yeah. first video so yeah i documented everything and then through that a lot of people were hitting me up like asking me to teach them so what i was doing in the beginning is i was just like i was just telling people like yeah i'm at ggc which is the college i went to georgia right. gwinnett college mm-hmm. i was like i'm at ggc every day just pull up i'll teach you so i started teaching people for free like a lot of my close friends that I went to high school with and then they started making money mm-hmm. and I was like oh shit like like I can actually teach people and get them results like fast and right so I started hosting like a uh, little events free events at the college so I wasn't even a student bro and I was throwing events with flyers <laughs> I, I had flyers like yo pull up to this conference room 50 people deep no permission from the school just Bucket. going just going crazy just in there with a <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was just putting people on game they were getting results and then eventually I was like you know what like I need to start like a program because I can't teach everyone one-on-one like it's just gonna get too hectic and in my head I was like damn if I can if I can make 10k off this program I'm lit right and that was all I was thinking about at the time like 10k was like that number but you know fast forward to, to now I've made over 20 million dollars from like online products but how many people have you that. made money bro thousands that's what I'm like, so like a lot of people that are making like six seven figures now that i've taught i actually hired them within my education company and their coaches now wow. so they coach the other students i got you and i think you do you do have like a section on your instagram page where like it's testimony yeah it's all testimony other, it's yeah. like he's not just talking guys he's actually like out here yeah. will is changing life so, so <laughs> i mean what's the, so what's the importance of being able to just have that just just have that um just have the uh, online brand that's what i was trying to say so because i mean you have a huge brand you have a huge following right. like what is the importance of that like how can that help someone further their their journey to wealth pretty much like just being big on social media yeah being big yeah, so you just know you have those brand. people that be like i want to be behind scenes i don't want to be yeah. like the, the voice of the business i mean when you when you have a good social media following you just have more impact you know you can have income but when you got impact and income like it's just you know, it's, you're, you're changing the game. So it's like, I could have just, I could have been off social media and just made money online and kept all the game to myself. But me actually empowering people with the information and then helping them improve their lives, that actually 10X my income as well. Mm. 
And um, I go by this one quote. I forgot who said it, but it goes like, if you teach enough people to get what they want in life, you'll always have whatever you want. And uh, that's kind of the mantra that I live by because all I do is help people increase their income and that's increased mine tenfold. Tenfold. Yeah, you know, you. and if I ever want to venture into some something else, because I have that following on social media, I can always have basically like a like a boost in whatever I start. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the the attention is already there. So sure. I mean I recommend if you're not leveraging social media in twenty twenty three, like I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we it's know tripping. we know you're like the king of like making money online. So what made you eventually go out there and just get invested into like real, real estate and just wanted to grow in that um, aspect as well? Right. So like to be honest with you, bro, like I'm, I'm 24 years old, so I'm like I'm still trying to figure life out. So I, yeah. <laughs> I remember my first my first like million dollar year with uh, digital products and Amazon and everything, my accountant, he hit me up and he was like, yo, this is your tax bill. <laughs> Shit. I'm what, it like, like, what it look like? Like, like multiple six figures, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, you lying. I'm like, you're crazy. Bro. Like, what, do you, what do you mean? Why do like, I got to pay this? Right? Yeah. So I learned my lesson the hard way. I had to pay that shit. And then I'm like, damn, like there has to be a way where I can make a lot of money and not have to pay all this tax. Yeah. And then through doing research, through like meeting people in Atlanta that were in real estate, they were telling me like, yeah, bro, like, like I got introduced to multifamily real estate by my boy, Ed Bolden. Mm. He owns 700 units in Atlanta. He's like the biggest black landlord, like in the Fuck. South, right? That's crazy. So he's going crazy. And he was telling me, he was like, yeah, bro, when you buy real estate, uh, multifamily real estate specifically, there's this thing called a cost segregation where basically um, it's the only asset that you can buy where they take all of your expenses that you're gonna like incur in the next 39 years mm. and they let you write that off immediately. So like if you're gonna spend 10K in toilets in the next 39 years, if you're gonna spend uh, 200,000 on the roof in the next 39, like they add everything up, like an engineer comes out and adds everything up and that amount you get to write it off year one. And what's it called? It's called a cost segregation. Cost segregation. So uh, multifamily real estate is the only asset class that will allow you to do that. Um, you can do it with single family, but it's only up to like 20-something years. Okay. Um, so when I bought my 24-unit in Conyers, I put 400 k down to buy it. Um, it was a $2.6 million property. Now it's worth $4 million because I renovated it. Mm. But on top of the cash flow, on top of it now being worth $4 million and me being able to pull $1 million out cash, ref cash out refinance, that building saved me 700k in taxes because that's what Dang. the cost segregation was yeah. so i realized i was like wow like i can make all of this money online and then just park some of that money into these multi-family assets that are cash flowing every single month and i can save enough from the cost segregation to where i don't have to pay taxes on this money so now I'm keeping all my money and acquiring assets at the same time. And, and I was like, wow, like that's, that's how you really build wealth. Because if you make money online, like you're going to get taxed out the ass because you don't have that many write-offs yeah. yeah. besides marketing. Mm -hmm. But other than marketing, like you don't really have anything. Like you might have some payroll, but you're still going to pay a lot in tax. But if you park that money into real estate, now you're writing off your whole tax bill, but at the same time you're acquiring assets every year. Right. So you're like, instead of pay instead of paying taxes let me go ahead and get an asset that's gonna bring me cash flow and i can write it off yeah bro exactly oh my gosh that's crazy that's so amazing. so i know i obviously you named it, it you, you named it 
after your family last name. Yeah. So like how obviously, and then you say happy, you're helping your little brother. Like how important is it to be able to help your family and then be able to put your last name on? Because I know a lot of people we feel obligated to help our family. Are you obligated to help your family or are you not? Or is that just like a choice that you make? I mean, I think it. I think it's a choice that you make. But for me, like, I mean, I I grew up seeing my mom work very very hard, like three three jobs at a time. And, uh, and not make a lot of money. So like at an early age, I found out, yeah, working hard does not equal making a lot of money yeah. because my mom works her ass off, but she still like struggles to pay the bills and stuff. So I just always felt kind of like that that guilt of like, I gotta help my mom out. Like right. I owe her. So, you know, last year I was also blessed enough to like, I bought my mom a house. Mm. I bought her her dream car. And once I did those two things, I was like, all right, like now that my guilty conscience is, is gone, Dang. now I can fuck off money if I want. <laughs> it's like, really, I got into business just to support my mom. I wanted, because I knew my mom's dream was to own a house because in all the years that, you know, that she's been my mom and that, that we've been, you know, you know, that I've been her son, we've never lived in a home. Mm. So I wanted to do that for her and I was able to do that for her, thank God. And yeah, once I did that, it was like mission complete. Yeah. Everything else for me is extra, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, buying buildings and putting my last name on it is really just, it's more so for my little brothers, I, I would say. Kind of just showing them, like, yo, we could do big shit. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. we, you're capable of doing, you know, this and, and bigger things too. So it's kind of just like a stamp. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then also, like, <laughs> Take a picture of me sitting on the sign running as an ad. Go crazy! crazy. Yeah. I, like, I tell you, I think that's how I first heard about it. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" Yeah. So that's actually my most viewed and most liked picture on IG, and it's like I think it's my best performing ad too. So. Or on the um the apartment home sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. So is the Amazon thing? Obviously, like, I'm just trying to see. Is this like a is this like a thing so just for the meantime or is it like a purpose and like is it important to be able to just find your purpose or are you just like it's like what it's kind of like not whatever but it's just like it's important to find your purpose did you find your purpose yet is amazon your purpose or is there something else bigger that you want to do i think my purpose is really like um just teaching people that they can do more because I, I really am passionate about like just helping people like increase their impact and their income because like i know like information changes situations right so yep. it's like a lot of people yep. just don't have access to the information that could change yep. their life so if like if i could be you know if i could contribute to that cause of just putting good information out there and changing lives in the process then i feel i feel good about that and if i can make money in that process too then i feel great about that you know? <laughs> for sure so I, I love the fact you just don't hide the fact that it's like dude i'm gonna make money yeah I, like, you know yeah, a lot yeah. of people a lot of people try to i'm just out here helping people but of course like yeah we want to help people yeah bro i mean at the same like i want to help people but at the same time the best situation is that i can help people be passionate about helping people monetize it and then help my family too because obviously yeah. my family goes first you that's know so definitely so that's yeah that's that's what i'm big on and i think if you to answer your question about purpose i don't think that you need a purpose to make a lot of money because there mm. there are a lot of people that are fucked up don't give a fuck about <laughs> fuck anything about, yeah they make sure. a fuck ton of money yeah yeah, yeah definitely. but if you have a purpose it makes it easier for you to wake up every day be excited about what you do and grind and at the end of the day if if you're competing against someone that hates waking up and hates waking up to grind and you're over here happy every day grinding like the happy person's gonna win every time he's just yeah. more driven right he's excited about what he's doing so when you're passionate about what you do it just makes it easier for you to 
to grind because you don't even look at work as work. Yeah. You know, because you're in your passion. Yeah, no cap. Okay, okay, okay. Now we're back, we're back, we're back. So I know you're diving into different business adventures. You're getting into real estate and stuff. And you're actually partnering up partnering up with um other individuals that are doing pretty good in their business fields so like how do you decipher like who do you conduct business with who do you partner up with and who do you go in on investments with like what do you typically look like look at and like what type of relationship do you guys have to have yeah so for me it's like i feel like you should have mentors in every aspect of life so like i'll never do something without consulting with someone that's already has like crazy experience Mm -hmm. in that industry so when it comes to real estate, you know, I get mentorship from my guy Bolden. He owns over 700 units. Um, I look for advice from my, my, my guy Benny. He has like 200 units. So mm. I think you should always have a mentor in like every area, every area of life where you're trying to excel at. Um, and you don't necessarily have to partner with them. For example, me, like I like owning 100% of everything. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. So like I'll pay whatever the consulting fee is for you to put me on game. So I can go and run it myself. Mm. Um, so that, that, that's more so my strategy. I'd rather just pay for the game, but I'm only paying people that are in the position that I want to be in in that industry. So okay. for sure. So what's this? Oh, go ahead. What'd you get? No, I was gonna say because you obviously you, you're saying that obviously not you're not partnering up with them, but what is the importance of like networking? Like, how do you meet these individuals? Where do you meet these individuals? Where you can network, and how do you even properly network to meet individuals like that? Yeah, so uh, I think the the easiest the easiest way that I've been able to meet a lot of like high level people is just meeting them where where they would be at, right? Is like going to like the high level events, right? Um, maybe maybe not going to an event that costs two hundred dollars, but going to an event that costs five thousand dollars. Now, just just the ticket cost, you know, you're gonna meet higher level people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's where I've met a lot of the people that you know I've been able to connect with and like really make a lot of money with, um, and also just not like you know putting your ego to the side and actually directly reaching out to people so like bolden the only reason i know bolden is because i literally directly dm'd him and i was like yo like i'm doing good with e-commerce but i want to get into your space i want to get into multifamily. like let me know what that would look like or what i would have to pay you for you to teach me and then like he didn't really respond for like a couple months and then i dm'd him again and then uh eventually he did respond and he told me the price and i just paid it Fuck it. And then uh, now me and him are good friends. Like, he helped me buy my first apartment building, the 24 unit. And now he's about to help me cop this 88 unit, too. So sometimes you just got to, you know, not be afraid to reach out. I know a lot of guys, like, they, they have an ego. and They don't want to be I taught by other people. So yeah. uh, you got to get rid of that. Yeah, I hear that all the time. People be like, no, I want to do it myself. Like, I want to be, like, self-made and, like, do it myself. I'm like, you still could be self-made and have a mentor. Actually, like, I hope you know that, right? It's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of like there's no such thing as self-made because if you were some, somebody that made a significant amount of money, you had help in some way. Yeah. 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 You're but not reinventing the wheel. You're not. And then, I mean, I guess if you're paying for it, I guess you're still self-made. But you really not self-made because they didn't have to help you. Even if they, even if you paid them, they didn't have to help you. Yeah, and they learn from somebody, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. yeah. And, and, and that's just how it goes. So with, with obviously, you don't mind. One thing I noticed about you is it's not like you never mind about spending money. Like, not in a bad way. But right. it's like you strategically spending money besides the times you fuck off. And even if you fuck off, it still bring you more money. <laughs> right. Somehow. I don't know how this shit works, right? So, right. like, how did, you, how, how did you get to the point where that mindset, because most people have a scarcity mindset. Most right. people have that mindset of I can't spend anything. I got to hold on to it so I can figure out how I, but I'm going to figure out how to make a lot of money. 
Right. But obviously, it seems like you got to spend. So, like, how did you get into that mindset of spending and just being comfortable? I'm still getting comfortable with that concept. Like, I got to spend money just to make it. Yeah, I mean, I just have an ROI mindset. Like, I just know. I mean, besides me fucking off money, where I'm just literally just fucking it off. Most of the time, I spend money towards things that I know is going to bring me a return. So, like, I spend a lot of money on marketing. I spend a lot of money on ads. I spend a lot of money on payroll. And you just can't be scared to spend where where you know you need to. Like, for example, like, when it comes to business, I would rather overpay an A-level player than hire, like, two C-level players. Right. Because the A-level is going to bring me a much higher ROI than these C-level people are going to bring me. So, it's like, I'll spend a lot of money where I know I need to. Um, and it, it just comes from having an ROI mindset and your brain just thinking differently. Like, when I do my webinars on Sunday, like, I always ask people that are in my webinar, I'm like, yo, like, if I were to tell you you could buy my Lambo for 10K, how, how many of y'all would do it? And, like, you would be surprised how many people say no. That's fucking nuts. And a lot of people say no because in their mind, their mind is programmed to see the number 10K and be like, that's a lot of money. I'm not doing it. Or a, lot of, or a lot of people might be like, I don't have 10K, so I can't do it. But if you're thinking with an ROI mindset, you would know that if you buy a Lambo for 10, you could sell it for 300. But a lot of people's mind doesn't work like that. And even if you don't have the money, you can raise the money if you know you're going to make a huge return. So it's just, I think it's just all about just thinking differently and like just structuring your mindset differently. Yeah. Guys, as you all know, I, already, I do wholesale real estate. So guess what I'm doing? A lot of people may ask me this. A lot of people ask me questions about it. So I'm going to host a free masterclass. My free masterclass is August 13th. That is a Sunday at around 6.30 p.m. You're not doing nothing around that time anyway. So why not take action to change your lives? It's a free online masterclass. I'm going to show you the exact strategy that I use to make six figures in less than three months. It's possible, guys. Register now. It is free. It's going to be in the description. So let's do it. It's free. <laughs> and I follow yeah. you on Instagram now. Is your Lambo still in the shop? Yeah, my Lambo's in the shop. Oh, shit, what happened? I didn't even know that. Yeah, so I hit a crazy pothole and it cracked the radiator underneath. But I was going to a lounge. So I, I had hit the pot. I always hit potholes in Atlanta, though. I don't really think too much of it. So I yeah. hit it. I was, like, I was like, fuck. Kept going. And then I, I was going to a lounge, so I parked the lamb. I looked at the front. Nothing was really messed up about it. I went inside, and then when I, when I left the lounge, like two hours later, and I started driving home, all of my lights in the lamb came on. Engine light, mm. the coolant light, everything. <laughs> Fuck. And then, like, literally within, like a, couple, like, a couple minutes of me driving it, that whole engine just shut off. Oh so I had to, like, gosh. go to the side of the road, and then I had to tow the lamb to... Uh, motor cars of georgia which is like the only lamborghini dealership here and then they did like they like examined it and they were like yeah you fried your engine because you were driving it with with no oil so so when i hit the pothole it cracked the radiator and all the oil leaked out so i was just driving it with no oil and it just fried the engine so now it's like 188,000 to fix so you're like contemplating like should i just get another lambo or should i pay it a hundred and Eighty-eight thousand so, dollars to fix it. <laughs> so, so, I would come to later. That's a, no, because you said it has a it has a resale value. So like you bought yeah. the Lambo and it actually appreciates. So I bought it for three thirty. I could probably get what I just 
what I paid for it. Not right now, but if it wasn't fucked up, I could have yeah. probably sold it for the same. <laughs> but like what I'm contemplating right now is like I'm trying to I'm talking to the insurance right now, trying to get my insurance to pay Still for it. Still fighting the insurance. Yeah. So oh today I actually made progress. The manager called me and he was like, "Yeah, we'll see like what we can do in a week." So either they're gonna total my car and give me like close to what I paid for it, which would be cool, or they're just gonna give me the 180 oh, okay. to, 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 to fix it. So, so either or probably. Yeah. I hope they, I just hope it work out. Yeah. Oh, either way. Now, was yeah. that one of your favorite cars? Yeah, bro. That, that Lamborghini, bro, Huracan Evo, all wheel drive, that shit crazy. But you pulled up in a Tesla. I, I saw a video, you said that Tesla's actually probably like one of the fastest cars on the street. Yeah, so I have a Model S Plat, so it's like the fast, it's faster than the Lambo. Yeah. What? Zero to 60, you know the zero to 60? I think the zero to 60 is like, it's like two seconds or something. It's like two. Fl- or I th- no, I actually, no, is zero to oh, wait, no, I think, I think the zero to 60 is like 1.9. That is shitty so, yeah. on anything. Anything. So, but, the, but eventually the Lambo, we're not going to turn it into a car show, but. I mean, yeah, we, we're not going to, yeah. <laughs> like, like, eventually. If you're, if you're going a quarter mile, like the, the Tesla's going to walk the Lambo, bro. It's going, the Tesla's yeah. going to be here. The Lamb's going to be here. But if you keep going, like. If you keep going like yeah, yeah like over 60 miles per hour the lambo's gonna catch up and the tesla's gonna start slowing down okay because okay. you know the tesla's not gonna get to like 250. the lambo's gonna push past 250. 250. oh yeah, yeah. That, oh that it's makes gonna sense. take some time but yeah. the, the tesla's gonna get there faster yeah it's gonna get zero to 60 faster but the, like long speed like just yeah. going straight like the lambo probably but like the, the tesla's like my favorite car though yeah, when it comes to like tech, speed, everything, like it's just it's the go to. Cuz like most times you only really need to go 0 to 60 fast. Never. Like yeah, if, like right? like if you need to catch this exit like with a Tesla, bro, you cut everyone off, you'll get to that or exit. You're at a yellow light and it's about to turn red. Yeah, you're you're gone. <laughs> For sure. So I mean, so obviously obviously we go to Rich and Fit. Right. right. We gotta just say before the before the lamb was the lamb before rich and fit or was it rich and fit then the lamb? <laughs> so it was rich and fit then the lamb. I actually got my Lambo. I bought my Lambo at uh, in Lamborghini Houston, and okay. I had them deliver it and drop it off at Rich and Fit. Oh, that's, oh hard. that's hard. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. So how did you how did you end up how did you end up getting into the business of of gym like of the gym like what's going on like yeah, how did that so, work? So that's a, a, a crazy story. So basically. Um, you know, I'm big on content. I'm big on social media. And one day I was on IG. I was scrolling. I was looking at stories and I saw Ryan and Tyshawn, you know, mm-hmm. the Harley initiated boys. Yeah. I saw them posting like footage of them working out, but it was like HD, like 4K footage. <laughs> I was like, it's like, what the fuck? Like this dude. I was like, this shit looks hard. Like, yeah. and I, I need that because I like working out and then content's important. So it goes hand in hand. Like, I want content like that. Right. So I started asking them. I was like, yo, what gym do y'all go to? And like, what, like who records y'all's content? And they were like, oh, our trainer, he's actually a trainer and he's a videographer. Oh, and I was like, like crazy. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, shit, how much is it to train with him? And then like, they told me the price. I started training with him and that, that was Timmy. So that time I met Timmy. Okay. If, y'all, so I, if you watch, the, watch on the boards, you know who Timmy is. Yeah. So I met Timmy and then from the day that I met him, before I started working out with him, though, like that same weekend, I was throwing a, uh, an event. It was called Digital Real Estate versus Real Estate. Mm. And it was me and Benny hosting it. So Benny was talking about real estate. I was talking about digital real estate, like e-commerce. And Timmy actually recorded that whole event. 
But I didn't know that was him. I didn't know that he was the trainer. <laughs> so the whole thing, he was recording. And then the next day, I go to the gym and I see him again. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, so, so we were working out at Fineo in Atlanta. And, like, man, he's just so talented because he's such a good trainer. He's so high energy. Like, he has yeah, the most absolutely. energy out of anyone I know. Yeah. So he has high energy. He's funny. He's a great videographer. He does. He has like great workouts, all that. And I was like, dang, like, like this guy, like I've never met someone like him. And then just through training with him every single day, like I probably trained with him for like over six months. Um, and, and through the being with him, we got kicked out of several gyms. So he got kicked out of Fineo because like his classes were just too deep, too intense. Damn. Then we went from there to another gym called Just See. And then like he was packing out that gym too. And then something happened with the owner. Just it just didn't work out. We we went to Lifetime, and then we got kicked out of Lifetime because yeah. we were just too lit for Lifetime. You know, Lifetime's a commercial gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then sure. just through being with him through three gyms, I was like, bro. Like I just asked him. I was like, yo, like, would you ever want to open up your own gym? And he was like, yeah, that's my dream. But he was like, I just don't know how to run a gym. Yeah. And then I told him, I was like, shit, you pay for that. I yeah, was definitely. Like, it's yeah. like you got the energy to like run it though, if if you really wanted to. And I kind of just put that thought in his mind. And then I talked to Benny, my partner, and I was like, bro, like, we need to open a gym. Like, I don't even care about making money. I just need my space where I can work <laughs> out and not be worried about getting kicked out. Right. And then that's why we started Rich and Fit. We literally just opened it up for us. But I also wanted to bring the experience Timmy allows us to experience to, like, a lot of people, too. Yeah. So uh, that, that's how the gym started. And how, how's that been going lately for you? Man, it's been going good, bro. It's been going good. Like, a lot of my focus, I'm not even going to lie, a lot of my focus has been on, like, the other businesses. But because Timmy and Tosin and Ice and Bria, because they're such great people, they're so high energy and they're so lit, like, organically, the gym has just been growing. Right. We've been getting more and more members. Um, Obviously, the content is good because of Timmy and Tosin and them. They're good videographers. So it's been growing organically. But I've really been trying to, like, focus and lock in and start doing the paid ads for Rich and Fit and get it going crazy. Yeah, because I see y'all ain't even start doing that yet. Yeah, yeah, we haven't even started. I mean, we a lot of people don't know, but we we opened up in like March of this year. I know we learned yeah, that we, we, when we on the podcast. It was like, what y'all? We were like, how long y'all been open? He was like, we really haven't even opened yet. He was like, we're we like we've been open for like probably four months now. Yeah, and we, we and like, we we never did a grand opening either. So. We want to still do that. Like, <laughs> we, we want to treat, like, this as, like, this is really, like, the beta group. And, like, <laughs> the, the beta, we were beta thinking, testing. We were thinking like, it was, like, open for, like, a year or so. And yeah. y'all got me for the year. Yeah, no, this is really, like, the VIP group, bro. But we're going to do, like, a grand opening, like, cater food, like, go crazy, and then go crazy with the paid ads and everything. For and sure. really turn it up. For sure. Because the fact that y'all didn't even start that yet, and y'all still, or y'all even, um... Y'all didn't even start doing pay ads yet. And like the vision too is like right now people have only seen the fitness side, but we're really trying to add the rich side too. Like I'm really trying to do like rich and fit conferences where it's like you pull up, you do a boot camp, and then after the boot camp, like I might speak on e-commerce. I might have some of my boys speak on like YouTube automation or like uh, stocks, like different industries, real estate, you know, Yeah. and really add that rich and fit aspect to it that no other gym has because I'm not trying to compete with other gyms. I'm trying to be on a different lane that no yeah. one's doing. Yeah. And I think adding that that financial literacy literacy side to the to the gym is, is going to change everything. And I know the first day I was like at class, like after class, 
um, everybody just pulled their phones out and we were all in there networking, like exchanging yeah. Instagrams, exchanging numbers. Like, what do you do? What do you do? Like, yeah. how can I help? Like, that was like post class yeah. that we're talking about. And it was like, I was just working out with you as like a, a, a gym buddy. <laughs> now we're talking about how to get some money, like throughout the week. Yeah, yeah bro. So and that, like that's what I concept. love. That's what I love about the gym too, is it's like a networking hub. Definitely. Um, we haven't even marketed it as like a entrepreneurial hub, but it just so happens to be that we attract that energy. Right. Um, so when you go, you meet a lot of people that are entrepreneurs. You meet a lot of people that have a lot going on and you meet a lot of people that maybe they don't have a lot going on right now, but they aspire to have a lot going on. And that's really all that matters. Right. That's why on the wall it says riches in the mind, because as long as like you're thinking like that, like eventually you're going to you're going to get it. For it's sure. just a matter of time so yeah. that's what i like about the gym bro i'll pull up to the gym and get game from somebody that i didn't meet until that day that's a member and i'm yeah. like damn like i didn't even know he goes to my gym but <laughs> yeah. this guy right here knows what he's fucking talking about <laughs> yeah, no cap. definitely because i'll be there i'll be bro, I ain't, you know help us in so many different ways without even knowing you know just having to just being meeting the guests that we've been getting on the podcast meeting yeah. the people that want to work with us in real estate all that stuff it's just like crazy and then once we get plugged in we know benny and all them it's just like that's even more because yeah. once we start doing that we start getting all multifamily everything's like, oh shit yeah, it, bro. it all like, came from that. Like the ROI from like just being there is crazy. Like it's just, it's like you your membership, bro. You'll make that a hundred x back if you really leverage it. Absolutely. You gotta like think like if you didn't, if you don't go to Rich and Fit, how are you meeting Benny? How are you meeting Will Changes Life? How are you meeting Darius Benders? Like how are you meeting like all these people if you don't go to that gym? Are you about to see them? at your apartment are you gonna see him at a house like where do you like finding people out Come yeah bro gym. like like even darius bro like darius he like i think when i met darius and um so darius and dion they both been working on my credit when i mm -hmm. met them i think i was at like a 500 credit score bro because i have fucked up my credit in 2019 like uh on some like an entrepreneurial venture where mm -hmm. i maxed out my amex and then I couldn't pay it back. Oh, yeah. So, like, I had it fucked up my Amex relationship. But, like, now I'm at, like, a 750-something, and it's because I know them. Yeah, that's they it. they fixed it. Yeah. So, it's like, you never know, like, what you're going to get just being in the gym. You never know who you're going to connect with. Um, Dion, actually, he, he goes to Rich and Fit, too. He helped me get a 150K uh, credit limit with, a, with Chase. Shit. So, it's like, I, I benefit from the gym. Darius hit me up all the time, like, hey, whenever you're ready for that 50K from chase just let me know he tells, every time i talk to him he tells me that and i'm like I'm, I'm almost there just let me, just relax let me be there in a minute i need somewhere to put the money crazy, yeah, it is a networking hub because like i said like you could go out a hundred times to lounges restaurants guys you could go to the gym one time and you can meet five ten different people that could change your life in a different way yeah different bro way, like, sure. even this shirt like this rivera capital group shirt like it's made out of that dry fit material yeah. like that nice like nike material i was at the gym one day and this dude pulled up his name's Sharon, cool ass dude. He he pulled up with like uh th this black on black rich and fit dry fit merch. Y'all might have seen got it. Some. I got black. one. Oh, you got one? <laughs> hey, that's that exclusive. I, I know. I'm, I'm exclusive. I'm, I'm yeah, exclusive. Okay, I see. I'm plugged in. So, <laughs> so he pulled up with those shirts. And he just gave it to us for free. He slick had a crazy pitch because he pulled up with the shirts for free and they were hard as fuck. And he was like, yeah, like if you want more, just let me know. Yeah. And I looked at him. Was like, hell yeah, we need a hundred more. Of this. So <laughs> well, yeah. He made his bag right there. And then I was like, shit, Slick, I need Rivera Capital Group ones too. So like I met him being at the gym and now he makes like all our merch. For sure. And all the merch for like my other company. Oh, damn. 
So it's that's like, crazy. Yeah. Just pull up. If you got a business, pull up and just pitch him. <laughs> yeah. Pitch him. All right, and he, go, he might buy your stuff. Now, would you now would you think about franchising the gyms in the future, or like what what what, what would be the goal with, as far as the gym? Yeah, I mean franchising. Like a lot of people talk to me about that with Rich and Fit, and like it's just hard because I feel like we could franchise it and we could make a lot of money, but like. I just feel like Rich and Fit isn't Rich and Fit without Timmy and all them. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be hard yeah, to yeah. it's hard to replicate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's people, yeah. it's people, it's people. So yeah. definitely, I understand that. So we might just have to go crazy in uh, just Georgia. Yeah. And just have like maybe Timmy at one location, Tosin at one, Ice at one. Yeah. And then we'll do big boot camps where they're all at a particular location. Right. And then we'll also go crazy with Rich and Fit on demand. Like online. Oh yeah, yeah. People okay. they, they do be doing online. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, this camera right here. I don't know what they doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for we sure. We did a live session with um Timmy one time. Yeah, for sure. It, it's kind of it's crazy. It's crazy the way you guys are doing things. So I mean, obviously you're a guy. You're you're a guy here, a young man, out here just out here living it up, doing it big. God <laughs> no, damn it, no, no, no. doing it big. <laughs> so like so so how is it with like women? Like overall, like just being able to be successful in business. Is it hard to stay focused with the women? Because I know a lot of people on here, they gonna, they probably haven't experienced it yet, or they they are distracted by the fact that women are coming. I understand it only get worse. And the same thing for women. When you start being successful, you have more men and more. You just have you have more access to more things. So how is that being a young man? That what first of all, what was your biggest year you made? Period. Uh, my biggest year was last year. We did like uh, like twelve million. 12 million. You in the NFL? NBA? That's what I'm saying. What, like, what you doing? I think he's in the NBA or something. Gotta nah. be. <laughs> That's an NBA contract. God, I'm just telling you. So I'm trying to figure out. So I know it's got to be hard. You right here making 12 million in a year. I know it's kind of got to be a challenge. Like, ooh, I know I could be doing this or I can't be doing this. Like, how is that? Yeah, I mean. Are you dating right now? Are you in a relationship? Or so what? luckily, bro. <laughs> luckily, I was in a relationship while I was when I made that 12 million. <laughs> so my ex kept me grounded. Now I'm not in a relationship, but why she your ex? If she kept you grounded. Bro, she, honestly, I just I just feel like like I told you earlier, bro, <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> I just feel like I'm too young and just too lit, bro. Yeah, right. So it's like there's experiences there's that I need to experience life. before I settle down. And that's just me being straight up. Yeah, but right. I think what keeps me grounded and what keeps me focused is I have a good, like, support system. Overall, yeah. So it's like it's hard to really fall off into, like, a, a dark hole when you got people around you that are going crazy, that, that are doing well in their businesses. Yeah. You know, um, going to Rich and Fit being around all y'all like that are you know y'all have a purpose y'all have a mission y'all have goals um as long as you got people around you that are you know doing what they need to be doing like it's hard for you to fall off for you to be the one person to fall off so like that's what kind of helps me but yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie there are times where it's like i just want to like you know wild out yeah but you know i think as long as you have a balance then then you're good oh my god is it so is it it is such thing as balance in life some people, I'm just saying, some people on here say it's no such thing. Yeah. I mean, nah, you could definitely have balance. You could definitely have balance. I think um, it's hard to keep a balance because mm -hmm. you're probably going to go, I feel like life, you go through seasons. Like you might go through a season where you're just going crazy on like the lifestyle stuff. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're going clubbing, you're going, you're traveling. And in that season, you just might be, you know, 
on that type of time. Yeah. And then you also have seasons where you're in grind mode, where like maybe yeah. for a couple months you're not talking to nobody, you're not going out to drink, like you're just in grind mode. Yeah. Um, but if one season you're 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 clubbing and you're partying, and one season you're grinding. That's 50 50. That's balanced to me. If six months you're in grind mode, six months you're getting lit. That's 50 50. That's what I say. I work all winter and I, I play all summer. Like, that's what you mean. I'm having a good time. So, I mean, so I, so it seems like, so, are, are, so how important is it to be make sure going out is, I feel like nothing's wrong with going out right. and going out and being on the scene. But how do you feel about it? I feel like maybe you just got to be with, you got to go out with the right people. With the right intentions. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, you can't. Uh, you got to be careful with who you're who you're around. And like, I'm careful with who I'm around. I'm really, I'm really only going out with people that like are on the same mission and purpose as me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know, like, if I'm acting out or if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, they're gonna get me correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of people, like, I feel like, especially if you're a high income earner or like you're high level, you shouldn't be out with people that just they want to have a good time so they're going to extract you out of that that's yeah. true they're going to extract that out of you um so it's like just be careful who you're around bro because like, your real friends are always going to make sure that you're good yeah. yeah now i know you're doing like well in like business everything but like do you ever like just find like that you're in a place where you're just like stressed and overwhelmed at all or like how do you like get out of that if you do get in that state yeah i mean i think uh shit, i'm in constant stress right <laughs> But that's that's only because I'm always trying to reach like a different level. Yeah. So obviously, if I'm not at that level, I'm stressed out that I'm not at that level. But uh, the way that you battle that is that you make sure you have a good team. Yeah. Um, so like, what keeps me at ease is I know if if something falls on my lap that I need to do, I know that I don't immediately need to do it because I have the right management in place and the right people in place that they can handle things in uh, whenever something happens. So like, as long as you have an A level team, as long as you have good people on your team, like. They're gonna eliminate that stress, right? And that's why we hire people because we want to be less stressed, right? Right. When something when something happens in the business, or when when you want to scale, or when you see like, uh, okay, we we have hella people emailing us, we need someone to handle that. That's when you hire people. You 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 hire people to manage that and decrease your stress in that certain area. So I think yeah. it's all it's all about like having good people in your business. And something else I want to say. So I know like you had some challenges at seventeen like right. just facing a felony now what do you, you say you're 24 mm -hmm. and now i believe you say because i know you own a gym you own Rivera apartment homes um you have the e-commerce business so from 17 to 24 years old you grew to a eight-figure net worth correct yeah so like how does that just feel like just because that's a short time span like that's not that's not that long from 17 to 24. So like, how does that just feel to achieve that in such a short amount of time? I mean, shit, bro. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm always striving for like bigger stuff, but I do try to take time to look back and see how far I've came and it. It feels good, but I'd be lying to you if I told you like, I didn't feel like I deserved it. Like everything I have, bro, I deserve it. Yeah. And it's because I work my ass off for it. So it's like, I look back and I'm like, hell yeah, like I have this much money. Yeah. Because I did that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I sacrificed a lot of shit. Right. I put in a lot of hours. Like I sacrificed the college experience. Um, there was like, I went through like multiple years, bro, where I didn't talk to anybody and I was just locked in. 
yeah. just just learning like the e-commerce game learning everything um and, and just mapping everything out how it's how it's laid out now so it's like i look back and i'm thankful uh, i'm mostly thankful for what i've been able to do for like my family and my mom and everything mm. but yeah everything i have bro like i look back and i'm like yeah i put in the work and everything that i don't have i look at it and i'm like yeah i don't have it because i haven't put in the work yet yeah um i think uh i think what's his name uh warren buffett's business partner i think his name is charlie munger or i forgot what his name is but he he has a quote that goes like the world is not a crazy enough place to reward a whole bunch of undeserving people mm. meaning if you deserve some shit you probably have it and if you don't have it you probably don't deserve it and yeah. if you look at life that way like you'll move different yeah. because if you want a mansion or you want a 10 million dollar net worth or a 100 million dollar net worth and you understand that you don't have it yet because you literally don't deserve it yet it'll it'll make you put in the work because you understand yeah. that anything in life like you'll get as long as you put in the work and when 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 the universe is, decides that you deserve it that's when you're going to get it yeah. so it's like i know i'm in the position i'm in right now because i deserve it and i know i'm not in the position that i want to be in right now because i just don't deserve yeah. it yet. don't deserve yeah. it and i think that's the best way to live life because it's you're holding yourself accountable for everything yeah so it pretty much you put all the pressure on you right, right. you cannot blame in the uh, external circumstances that's going on you just like it's me yeah which right. i feel like that's the best way to think about anything so um, I feel like I feel like we've probably been here for a minute now. Uh, I feel like you probably you done gave out a ton of game, but on the porch you done gave out a ton of game <laughs> on the porch, of course, yeah. right? But one thing about it is we dropped these episodes at the beginning of the week, right? So we drop them on Tuesdays. So we dropped this on Tuesday. So we want to make sure that we can give them something that they can that's act, they can actually take an actionable step right. to make their better, their lives better this week. So. What I want you to do, I want you to give them some. Give them some game that they can actually implement, whether that's practical in business or that's yeah. just with mindset or whatever. I right, hold on. Give look, I'm about to give you the blueprint. Give them the blueprint. I'm about to give you the blueprint, and I'm going to give you a blueprint where anybody watching this can implement it, all right? So listen, here's what I want you to do. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to download the Amazon Seller app on your phone, and I want you to visit your local Costco, your local Sam's Club, or your local uh, Marshalls. And I need you to scan. So it's Tuesday, right? So I need you to scan 100 products from Tuesday today till Friday. So by Friday, I need you to scan 100 products at one of these stores, all right? So maybe Costco, maybe Sam's Club, maybe Ollie's, Marshall's, whatever. And I promise you, if you scan 100 products, you're going to find at least one that's profitable, all right? So then when you find that one that's profitable, I need you to go and buy as many as you can afford, either with your money or a credit card. And I need you to go and open up at that Amazon seller uh, central account. And I need you to list that product. All right. And by f if you do this all on Tuesday, by Friday, you should see some money coming in. Because mm. I'm telling you, if you're selling name brand products and you're doing your research, like you, you've, if you actually listen to this podcast and you took notes and you're using Amazon Scout to, to know that this product is selling, you're knowing how many units are selling a month. If you find that product in a Costco or Sam's Club and you're buying it at a wholesale price and you're selling it for retail, you're going to make money online, all right? So I already know this, this episode is going to make a lot of people a lot of money. Like you're going you're gonna to be getting testimonials in the comments, and, and I want you to send those to me. But listen, if you scan 100 products from now till Friday, list them. Hey, just let me know. Let me know what you do. But um, and it's, it's all on you because I literally gave you all the blueprint. It literally just takes a lot of hustle, a lot of work, and you never know. You might be one scan away from changing your life. So 
Oh my goodness. He didn't hold nothing but back. Look, look, he did not episode. he didn't he didn't hold nothing back the whole episode. Like this was an episode like most a lot of people come get asked himself, but you literally gave like from the beginning, like we were talking about the Amazon the most, you answered was giving out the game. Like yeah, you would let him know, I do this, I go here, I do this, this how much money, and this is what I do. Like from step A to Z, just like he asked you to do and you did it. Yeah. So really there's no excuses on why you guys shouldn't be going out here and take action. Guys, I told you guys we're gonna be giving we're gonna bring people on that's gonna give you those action steps you could take to change your lives. So what I want you to do is if you gained a lot from this episode, I want you to like, comment, and subscribe, guys. And and guess what? Leave just a support. If you want to support, leave us a super chat. Leave us a super chat, whatever that is that you want to give. Just leave that and we continue going out. Either way, we're gonna continue just giving this game out to you all because I feel like you all need it. Not deserve it because some of y'all, like my boy Will said, some of y'all don't deserve it. But we're still going to give it out either way. So what I want you to do is, if you want on YouTube, go off to other platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars, say something nice, continue moving us up the charts. And I also want you guys to go follow us on Instagram at underscore on the porch. Follow me on Instagram at underscore mr.mindset. I ain't even got to give out an ad or nothing. You go to my Instagram, you'll see all I got to offer for you. BJ. Hey, y'all go follow me at underscore BJ Real on all platforms. Y'all go like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere, guys. And guys, where do you find this, this man? This at? might be the best video on YouTube because he literally just took y'all from A to Z on how he went from being a felon at 17 to accumulating a eight figure net worth probably more because he probably just he probably just told us that to be humble guys but 17 to 24 eight figure net worth guys like what else do we have to say we're putting the guests right in y'all face every week on the podcast guys this is will changes lives he has a rich Millie on guys i didn't want to can say we please zoom in. can we please zoom in on it can we please zoom <laughs> he has in a rich Millie sure. on guys you see it. Let you us know where it. to find you at Will and hey, how, how they can um, support you. You can uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search William Rivera on YouTube. I post a lot of e-commerce content on here weekly. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Will Change Lives. And hey, listen, do I got permission to provide a little bit more value? Go ahead. So here's what I want to do because I want you to take this. I want you to take what I just said seriously. All right. So I literally want you to go ahead and scan a hundred products this week. But here's what I'm gonna do to make it a little bit better. The first person to post on their story and tag y'all. Y'all got the on the porch oh, Instagram. Oh, absolutely. Tag on the porch and then tag at will change lives the first first person to tag us that's made their first 100 dollars on amazon after doing that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give you a thousand dollars first Shit. person all right oh I'm, but, but, but i'm gonna do, but i'm gonna do you one better i'm gonna give you a thousand dollars and then i'm gonna throw you into my mentorship program too so because we're gonna take that 100 we're gonna turn it to a hundred thousand all right oh, so man. i don't think anyone's ever done that on the pod before they right so we're we doing, done we doing cash giveaway and we doing the mentorship giveaway too. First person to tag us on the story and make their first hundred dollars. All you got to do is screenshot your dashboard showing that you made a hundred, and I got you. Let's get it. Ashton, uh, get the work. That's my little brother. Ashton, hey, Ashton. y'all know what to do. Ashton, need, go to work. Y'all go do this, man. But we appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate Will for coming yeah. on, guys. And make sure you guys go follow him and tap in and do what he say. Do he's a rich man. He's gonna give you a thousand dollars. Please <laughs> make sure you follow us, and we out. And we're gone. Let's get it. Good episode, guys. Another one. Oh my. Oh my goodness, appreciate it, man. Yeah, Straight no problem, game. Bro.